Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Nikki. Welcome to Swipe Fat. Where dating's hard. But dating when you're fat is even harder. The time's come. We finally have a guest. (laughs) It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. You know, we had to get our brains sorted. We had to get back into the groove of things. We had a lot to talk about. We had a lot to recap. We did. And I think this is the perfect guest to start off with. Agreed. You know her as Leah V. She's an international plus-size hijab model, award-winning author, inclusive content creator, body-positive activist, and educator. Her content has garnered over 4 million views combined, and her face has been plastered on billboards in Times Square and L.A. She's been featured in hundreds of media outlets from the New York Times, BuzzFeed, and HuffPost. You might know her from the Fitbit commercial. Yeah. She was riding those waves. She was. She was everywhere. She also has her memoir, Unashamed Musings of a Fat Black Muslim. And she now has a new podcast, Tea with Leah V, which is so funny. Hilarious. And I think you'll understand why once you once you listen her. to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're going to love her. Well, let's just jump right in. Oh, can we cuss or no? Yeah. We yeah. Can. Oh, great. Fuck yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I was, I was going to use the three cuss words that I had sparringly. Like yeah. one in the beginning, one in the middle, one in the end type type situation. No, oh no. no, you can yeah. you can use them all in one sentence multiple times if oh, you like. Oh great, love it, love just, it. You know, <laughs> just some gals on a couch. Yeah. Are you gonna try to change your handle at all? Um, I want to, but I just don't really care about social media right now. Okay. So like, yeah, how do they find me? Is how they fucking find me. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. maybe when I get like super duper famous, you know, like one of those famous fatties, you know. Yeah. I, I'm gonna rebrand as a famous successful fatty. So, I yeah. love that for you. Um, did you know because I was doing research for something for us today that there is a website called Curvage or something? I screenshotted it. Um oh, it makes it talking, real. talking about famous <laughs> fatties. Um because there is a website, yeah, uh called curvage.org. And it is um all what they call that's there's a section called fat celebs oh wow and it's all people like uploading photos of all of us what like, yeah, there, there's a lot of photos of me that's how i found it like that's- any any influencer anything there's photos and like people are just like uploading it and you can see how many people have downloaded them is that a and, is this a good or a bad thing it's bad. this is a bad this is bad, bad thing just okay. fat celebs made me think about it um okay yeah <laughs> So that's um, a thing. You're welcome. Oh, okay. I'm. I don't know what to do with this. I'm. I'm kind of like scared now. Like, <laughs> I just needed to debrief and put that. I'm sorry. I unloaded that on you guys, but I just okay. wanted people, other people, to know that oh that God. there's a thing and our photos are out there and people are downloading. I mean, so. wait. So the most important question is, um, are they good photos though? Like, are they like the best ones that we've taken or the some some? But then they take like screenshots of videos too, which I don't understand. Like, just mm-hmm. upload the video. Exactly. You know? The whole shebang. Give Don't you want to see all of it? Give them a show. Like <laughs> give them an experience. Yeah. If we're gonna oh. do it, let's do it right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, if I see any ugly photos of myself or photos like past like 2018, yeah. I'm suing. I'm suing cease and desist letter from yes. my lawyer immediately. Immediately. But you know, this isn't why we have Leah V on today. Not to talk about my fears of being a fat celeb on the internet. (laughs) We're here to dish all about dating. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Oh, and we are officially on YouTube now, so they will see all this. Oh, yay. We discussed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. You gotta do a titty bounce. Yeah. Bounce, you know? Mine are real strapped in, otherwise. <laughs> oh, mine are not. I have a sports bra on. That's yeah. how I was able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get you guys more views. Sex sales. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you understand that concept? <laughs> Fully aware. Love yeah. it. We're just in a dry spell right now, okay? <laughs> Are you? Uh, yeah. The last time I did it was I think maybe six weeks ago. That- so, okay. <laughs> That's way better than me. Yeah. Okay, Leah. I know, but okay. Wow. <laughs> for like- you, for you, this is a drought. <laughs> Yes. For me, for me, that's, that would be good. That I'd be happy with that. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, good job. Good job. I mean, the reason why I say that is because a person that, um, that I do it with, mm-hmm. he's very questionable. Oh, <laughs> okay. 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 But like he's good sex, excuse me. Good sex. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Amazing. That's, but he's questionable. So it's just like, I can't get away from him, you know? I mean, I can. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how situations, like, he does really great, but mm-hmm. he's questionable outside of that. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't care if this ends or not, but also, like, give it to me if it's available. It's like that. So. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm kind of in one of those two, but really, we're not speaking right now. But I'm sure I'll give in eventually. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. If, if it's good. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. You're probably going to give in at some point. All right. I know. Upsetting, honestly. It is. I hate myself. It's hard to find. Mm-hmm. So also, like, I feel like he's not a um, he's not a chubby chaser. Mm. Like I'm messing with. Like he might be, he might be like doesn't have a job and like be asking me for money, but like oh he- <laughs> when you said questionable. Oh, no, <laughs> we met all the way. She met all the way. Oh no, he's very questionable, hundred percent questionable. Uh but he speaks French, which is oh, like yes, sexy. So he speaks mm-hmm. French to me while we're doing it, and that's like takes me to a here to here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he's not a chubby chaser at all. He doesn't like he really like appreciates my body. Like it's not like he's like oh yes fatties. Like mm-hmm. it's just like very natural. So I think that's why like I you know dive back in with him every six weeks, every four to six weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just have to have your appointment. It's a checkup. Exactly. Gotta have a dick appointment. Gotta yeah. have it. It's a little tune up. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes away and I'm like, okay, peace out. So have you like, ha- can't have any money. Right. Well, no money. No money. I don't have a thousand dollars to give you. Okay. <laughs> right. So, right. The audacity for a man just to be like, hey, can I have some money? Yeah. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is a lot. They're and supposed to pay us. All these podcasts talking about how we're doing this. I'm like, actually, no. <laughs> He's actually, like, at me. Yeah, actually, the other way. <laughs> He's like Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, Zelle. Like, which one do you have? <laughs> I'm like, um, I have all of them, but you're not getting anything wired from my personal account. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> but he does, a, he does a good job, though. So I will pay for his Uber back. Not two, but just back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, you did a good so, job. That's, that's so respectable. Polite. Yeah, that's respectable. It's equality. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I like to be equal in this life. So you, you get here. Do mm-hmm. the job, give me two, three rounds, and then I send you back home. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like with mine, I'm like, I'm giving you tequila. Oh, so I love this. Yeah. So, like, that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> but he also cooks you dinner when he comes to your house. I so know. I, I, I... <laughs> I'm like, just cook for me. 
Wait, so he, 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 buys, buy, the, he, buy he the buys the groceries. Yeah. Okay, that's very nice. That that's a nice sneaky link. But I get the tequila, which is more expensive. True that. Yeah. True but that. it's already in your house. It's not like you're going anywhere. You're spending. Sometimes any extra I have money. to buy it. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes I have to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. He also okay. he he's very specific about what kind of tequila he likes. Oh. So it has to. It can't be like the one that I have usually. Okay. Can't be possible. This isn't about me. You know what? I don't have any of that. So I'm I'm jealous of both of you. Oh. So well, I guess we're the low budget ones then. I know. Eat some dick. I haven't had it in a year in a year and a half. So okay. I, well, you guys you keep strong. doing you. It makes me strong. Yeah. It makes you strong when you Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess that's true because you're Internally. like you can like re- you have a pick. Like you don't you're like not <laughs> Yeah, I yes, you're right. I'm strong or damaged. I'm not really sure which, but well, you can be both. I can be both. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. synonymous. <laughs> yeah. Also, like I went through, like I go through droughts where I get a lot of dick and then I get no dick. So, like mm-hmm. the longest droughts I've ever had was three years. And, okay. Like, I will tell you that I did feel very strong mentally and physically. So I'm I'm saying this out of like actual because I've done it before. Yeah. So. Okay. So maybe this will give me strength. Okay. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You're you're already strong, like supergirl powers, like hundred percent. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect way to think of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. not a drought. It's just I'm growing strength. A period. Marvel character level, like honestly. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned he's not a chubby chaser. Have you had that experience yeah. before? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I definitely had the experience of um, talking to chubby chasers. Have I ever slept with one? No, because I was really good at uh, looking at the signs. Swerving. So I never, yep, swerving them, blocking yeah. them, you know, <laughs> swipe one, swipe off. Uh, I definitely um, have come in contact with them, but never like slept with one. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad it's, it's a zero count for me because like, just like you know being a black girl like let's say like you know sometimes uh like I've had like white men who would be like oh the suit of the ba- the black of the bear the suit of the juice like you know saying weird stuff yeah, about black yeah. women because they're fetishizing black women and their sexual sexuality and so just like that fat women have that same kinds of like uh mm-hmm. uh fighty sense when it comes to, like wait a minute I feel like you might be fetishizing me mm-hmm. and so yeah I've talked to some um I think couple of the red flags I got when I was talking to some were just like the one that is like I think the kind of like a dead giveaway is like when they ask like um if you can like squash them or they yeah. they say it in that kind of way it's not like mm-hmm. maybe not like I like I just said it but it's something like that yeah. like oh you know and I'm squish like, me. like like squish them or suffocate yeah. them or something sit like a, that sit on my Face. yeah sit on my face or something about like my bottom half or something like that I'm just like mm, red flags this mm-hmm. seems like a chaser thing and I don't want any involvements in this um because I just will feel icky if I ever like gave into one mm-hmm. um so I don't like, yeah well, it doesn't like, do desperate. anything for you so yeah I'm not desperate for like male attention I think that's what the difference between me and some other people is that I think some people are desperate for male attention um and so they find themselves doing things um when red flags are screaming at them um when I jump into my red flags I know full and well is happening but some people are just like I'm just gonna not look at them and it's like <laughs> ma'am now you're like all the way down underneath the dumpster I need you to I need you to not, need you to not. <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. so story. you mentioned having like men fetishize you because you're black has anybody ever fetishized you because you're Muslim 
Um, and is that a thing? Yeah, I don't it know. is a thing. Yeah, because mm. uh, Mia Khalifa, who is like a really oh, yeah. big, uh, Muslim porn uh, porn star. I don't know. If, I think she might have retired now. I'm not sure. I don't follow her career. Uh, but she, Sadly, I do uh, know that that is a thing. Yeah. Like, I have a guy a friend who's really into her. But guess what? A lot of white men, she that's who was like racking it up was white Interesting. men. American white men who were like, mm-hmm. ew, Muslims, terrorism. But then mm. you're like watching Mia Khalifa get fucked with a hijab on. So I'm yeah. like, come on now. Like this is you can't like stop it. Like you can't be Islamophobic, but also like watching Islamic porn. Like that doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, definitely have some people uh, be like, oh, like, do you like fuck with your with your hijab on or like do you like take it off during sex or would you keep it on? And I'm like, mm. so we're not doing that. So yeah, I'm not like really when go. people ask you that stuff, is it like right away? Is this like on dating apps usually, or is it like people that you've actually know and are talking to? Um, I think it's um, back in the day, some people will be a little bit more blatant with it. Like back in the day, now that we have a little bit more information about like how to not be Islamophobic, uh, maybe not, how to fetishize people it's yeah. a lot it's more so sometimes like in person okay. um but um i don't get it as much as like i think the chubby the chubby yeah. chasers um or like the colorist you know white man black woman type of thing or even like asian man black woman mm-hmm. um i get more of that than like the muslim thing shockingly because you would yeah. think i would get that more but i don't get that as much with the with the like being fetishized as a black woman is there is it like a lot of similar stuff like what the stereotype of it with like chubby chasing meaning like that women who are fat like would are like gonna give you a blowjob or like they're more willing to like please like is it the same type of like fetishization I'm really horrible at saying that word but is it like similar or is it completely different um I think for the most like with um and it's interesting because I've had these conversations with some of my friends as well, like uh, with white women who date black men or like, you right. know, Arabic women who date like Asian men. Like what is like the thing? Because there's a lot of that cross um, mm-hmm. fetishizing happening. For the right. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, okay, well, who's fetishizing who? It's like, <laughs> right. it's like, can we just like, maybe just like, just like, just fuck who we want to fuck or like, right. love? Right. Like, we, don't, we don't have to do that. Like you don't have to do it. And so, yeah, I think some of them are similar. Um like for instance, it was this one white man that I will never forget. Uh, he had like um, he was like super white, like I mean like male, um, like very just like white American man. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, and he was just like, um, <laughs> the first thing he said to me was like, "You're such a beautiful queen." And I'm like, so once like any white person starts saying qu- using the word queen initially, you know it's gonna only go downhill from there. That's like a red flag for me. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite and not stereotype him. So he's using that. The next thing is it's like, oh, my mocha, choca, latte, cappuccino, caramel, swirl, delight. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, what is all this reference to food and coffees and, mm-hmm. and candies? Like, can you just like maybe like not? And I told him in a nice way, like, you know, you don't have to really say that. He's like, well, I just find you really attractive. I'm like, yeah, but like you can just say do that, that then. Yeah. But like all the like food references and like the chocolate, I'm not even like the chocolate color. I'm more of like a caramel, like peanut butter color. But um, like, let's not, let's not do like a choco queen. I don't want to be called that. And he just got, he's like, well, I don't understand why you're getting so up in arms about it. And I'm like, well, I'm doing it because like, 
I want you to like, maybe not do that because it's making me uncomfortable. And he's like, I got you. I got you. Next day does it again. And I was like, I want you to talk to me as if I was a white woman. He was like, excuse me. I was like, would you go to white woman? Like my vanilla swirl, mocha, cappuccino. Like, would you do that to a white woman? He's like, no. I'm like, so why are you doing it to me? He just could not understand like why I just wouldn't like it. And Mm -hmm. um, he would not talk to me like a white woman. So I had to kindly uh, unmatch him. So (laughs) like, that's like a really, really interesting way to turn it back on someone. Because I think like, then you could be, I mean. Yeah, I don't. You're like, okay, well, then that is like literally the definition of fetish, fetish, like you're being a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be called cho- chocolate queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to be called that by anybody, really. Like, right. No. Should be calling people that. <laughs> so, like, unless it's their, their stage name or their stripper name, okay, then call her chocolate queen. But if, if it's not, like, can we not start out like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want that in my life. So, so your, unless you tell name. somebody I am your chocolate queen, then, oh, yeah. then you can call me that. Yeah, if a white man wants to pay me a large sum of money and I'm his dom and there's a whip involved, then sure. So there's There's a mass market for that, actually. Yeah, I'm looking into it. Okay, all right. So, um, I might be able to connect you with somebody who names oh. Caramel Vixen. So, I used to work in radio, and we used to have something called Fetish Fridays, um, and we would have a lot of um, adult um, co- creators on. It wasn't called creators back then. I don't even know what we called them. Probably not a nice term. Um, and uh, they, she would. It was like it was degrading white men. Like they asked to be, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And she got paid such good money. This sounds like a great job. Then she would also get paid to sit on cakes, do cake sitting. I can do that. Yeah. I've seen a lot of donuts standing on donuts lately, Uh, like TikTok. There's this like one creator on TikTok and she does a day in her life and she steps on donuts like all day for people. And I was like, I, I could do that. Yeah, I, I could step on donuts. I can, I can eat the dozen. I can buy two dozen. Eat the it, one. That's what she does. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Send them to me. Instacart. Love it. <laughs> right. I'm so excited for our new Donuts are kind of cheap. So, you know. I would, I would get Dunkin' Donuts though, to stand on because their donuts are nasty. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get Krispy Kreme donuts to eat. Okay. To yes. I okay. love Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Uh, I love, why don't we have one here? We do, but they're like in the burbs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's problematic. That's problematic. Very, very anti-black. That's the most <laughs> anti-black thing I've heard today. Yeah. So, Fucking yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, I would be looking into that. Thank you for that. If I get any money from degrading white men, I will send you um a nice royalties basket. Yeah. What about a royalties? donut gifts donut gifts ba- yeah. Sure. Do- I can do donut. that. Oh, why can't I talk? Donut, donut gift, basket. gift basket. I can do that. Can do yeah, that. Yeah. Royalties yeah, yeah. and all, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The donut basket <laughs> Okay. <laughs> can I it, once you start it, I'll be I can maybe be a guest, maybe. I oh, like... lo- love it! Little interracial thing going yeah. on. Yeah, girl, love it. <laughs> and, um, that's gonna be marketing genius. I, love I think. Okay, I think great. so. I love this venture for you guys. Okay, let's do it. I'm excited. Eating I mean, donuts, stepping on Dunkin' Donuts. I think she makes like a thousand dollars a day doing that. Oh, I need that, that. Yeah, and her feet aren't even that great. I was like, oh, you must have amazing feet. I looked at them. I was like, they're a little janky looking. Like. I, I think people really like jinky feet like so on the feet, feet finder and so, stuff 
my feet are horrible, right? And so I really want to oh, put my well foot then- like, up here to show it to you because my I have finger toes. Oh, I do too. I, yeah, I can pick up pennies with my toes. Me too. I, so, or I don't know about pennies. Wait, but I can that pick up sounds pins. like really part of this market though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, are they on TikTok or OnlyFans? Tick- she will. She's on OnlyFans, but she does day in her life. Like, I think to get guys to like, got you okay yeah. i can do that like so i really need money and um it's hard out here for a creator you know there's yeah. that one girl who just swims and like with a bathing suit on and but it's a view of her butt the whole time she's like plus size and that like that's a job yeah i've seen a girl who just fishes all day but with her boobs out i mean Could- i'm like honestly you're smart you're smart 100 yeah, um, yeah because this is what we should do like take these guys money Mm-hmm. yes that's, that's gonna be and that's the end of the episode my <laughs> <laughs> there's your lesson yeah and take these guys money because like i i think i was so like a humble little girl when i was younger like from mom taught me she was a single mom like do it for yourself you know mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. uh pull yourself up by the bootstraps type of person she's like don't ever ask anybody for nothing and i grew up with that mentality mm-hmm. so i was like always doing stuff solo and now that i'm in the real world and have like looked at how much money men make for doing the most mediocre activities um and how much like you know black women get paid latino women get paid versus a white man and just like the discrepancies i'm like "Uh uh-uh run them for that cash and don't Mm -hmm. feel bad about it either because they'll make you feel bad about it but it's only the broke guys who want to make you feel bad about making money because we have elon musk ridiculous we have all these billionaires, ridiculous white men who who are unapologetic about making money in the most wrongest ways. Mm-hmm. So if you want to fish with your titties out, then fish with your titties out and make those guys pay you for it. Yeah. That's it. And so I'm like, do it, girl. Love it for you. Make all the coins. Mm-hmm. We then need to all pool their money and then just buy Tesla. Like from oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Like, just take, take it back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we can do it. I think so. <laughs> With OnlyFans, boobs, and asses. Yeah. I feel like we can do it. Yeah. The power of titties. <laughs> yes. I actually put in my post the power of um, the coochie. Uh-huh. Oh, I saw that. You guys were like yeah. ranking. You yeah, ask people our, to rank their coochies? Yeah. It's a funny thing that we do on our podcast. I like to ask people questions that I know is going to be like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So, rate your coochie um at the end of each episode and yeah my friends all raise their coochies above a nine and i'm like wait a fucking minute somebody's lying here because yeah. i know out of all you bitches your coochies are all can't be a nine i'm sorry right. i mean i guess a for f a for confidence, confidence. yeah right because i'm real about my shit mine yeah well what do you what do you rate yours mine's a 5.5 okay i think mine's probably there too yeah so i was I thinking to too high like a solid six okay okay See, see yeah. your are real. My friends are really <laughs> fake because they're talking about they have Beyonce coochie. Because my one friend's like, oh, well, Beyonce coochie and Rihanna's coochie is like maybe a 10. So that means I'm a nine. Ma'am, how? I mean, Explain. but the thing is, is like, I think it's the whole conversation of we were told so long how ugly ours are or they had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And we had no idea that we were all, all looked a little different down there. That's true. Like no, nobody. T- really, I, I, mean, to, I figured that out once I started watching porn. I was well, like, "Wait, they all don't look exactly yeah. like that." Okay, great. The mine's fine. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see a lot. Mine's like hiding a lot, so I feel like that's why I would say like that's why I, I, you know, that's why I gave a six. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't really like, like, you know, because I have a fupa, so mine's covered a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have, like, did the whole mirror thing and look down there. I will, I'll say it's kind of, it's a little wide. She a little wide. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Right. And then I like, that foot is hiding a little bit. I can't really see her like that. She's, she, she's a little itty a little bit, you know? Yeah. She's mine's, like, mine's like an itty dangle too. boy. Yeah. I'm not a dangle boy because I feel like dangle boys, like you get better orgasms with like a more like when she's pushed out. But yeah. she's kind of an alley. She's hidden yeah. behind the Because then they can grind on Yeah. Things. Yeah. Otherwise. I, I was wondering why I wasn't having like orgasms by, by, by the, by the, by the penis. And I was just like, oh my God, I have a hidden, hidden clit. Mm-hmm. No one told me that. Fucking yeah. gynecologist. That's your fucking job. They definitely don't me. think that is. <laughs> that should well, be. Like, I asked her why I wasn't having orgasms she... by a dick, and she didn't tell me. That she didn't asked, say that? No, I asked her twice. I was like, well, is something wrong with my coochie? I was like, am I broken? Is my coochie broke? And she was just like, no, like a lot of women just don't have like orgasms by dick. And I'm like, well, I just want to know why as you could told me like your weight your wee little clit is hidden by the meat curtain she didn't tell me that and i was really i'm actually gonna write a yelp review about her so i feel like she should have told me that. so that's not okay for me it's really i feel maybe I feel she doesn't know enough about yeah clitoris maybe that should be like a service that they give when you they find out you're sexually active like you go see a new gyno like I don't know whatever age you're at 18 usually and they should tell you like they should give you tips Mm -hmm. about how to how to get the an orgasm or like talk about your your specific they should just give you tips and tricks that should be part of it that's like your like your whole job you went to school you went to school for 10 years about coochies and you mean to tell me you didn't tell me my it was hidden? That's part like, of sexual health. I just feel it like it should be a part of sexual health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or just even like the bare minimum, just telling people that like all vaginas are different. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Like I, I thought they were the same, like you. Like, okay, well, they're all the same. They should just work like how they work on porn. Mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. to learn in my 30s, unfortunately how it works and i still don't know all the answers no about my coochie and no. my meat curtain and you know i don't know and right. as we get older it changes too yeah it just we just have to That's keep well. we have to keep learning <laughs> i didn't ask for this no no i really didn't a guy once asked for pictures of my cooch and i was like i'm not even sure how i would do this like you're not gonna see much so like is this really gonna be that great for you yeah I you have like to get I, like you have to get creative I feel you do I feel like you gotta you move have, things around you do you have to do like a, like a half split boy like mm-hmm. a like lay on the bed and split. legs up yeah and yeah. then you have to like set up your little timer or have a clicker or a clicker yeah get a clicker and your legs like this and then take a couple you know keep really like feet on the wall you could that helps that. me Oh, okay. oh, okay. <laughs> she did it. She she sent the pictures. Okay, wow. I mean, I don't know. People just get up. I don't know. It's so funny when guys ask for like coochie pics because mm-hmm. I don't know what they get from it. Because like, if a man sends me a picture of his dick, I'm just like, oh, it's like how when a cat brings you a dead mouse and plops it in front of you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel when people send me dick pictures. She I actually them. like dick pics. However, I really, really, really love dick videos. And I would prefer that. if I would like, I'd rather see it moving and then, action, you know? It makes sense. Yeah. 
that does it for me okay i get that it doesn't do it for everyone but it does it for me okay that makes sense you like to see them clothed or like just to see it in the rock some guys will go to the gym okay yeah (laughs) i don't think she i don't think she would turn down like a gray sweatpant Oh no, okay. I love a gray sweatpant. I think that's a gray sweatpant. I'll take that. I like I like to like I like to use my as a writer, I like to use my imagination mm-hmm. on things. I think that that's greater than actually seeing the real thing. I'm a little bit of a brat and a tease, uh, like sexually. Uh, and so like I'm just like, the longer we wait, the better it's gonna be, the more explosive. So I love like a little bit like a mystery with like, Okay, okay. I like that I like that. I would like to start there mm-hmm. and then end with at- the just dick and movement mm-hmm. dick and movement yeah like once we're like together you know that's cute i like this yeah mm-hmm. i want to see that mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> she's like i want that's what i'd like to see in my life <laughs> and i feel like guys get weird about it. i'm like oh i'm sending you the goods let's work on it like i mean do you ever get scared because i'm very um i'm a boomer so <laughs> i uh so i've never really sent a coochie pic and I don't send uh like your face yeah. pictures to people. Even when I was married for 10 years, I never sent him anything. Cause I just mm-hmm. didn't, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit of a prude in that way. Are, are you scared? Like someone's going to like use your photos or do be like weird about it? No, it's only with one person I've ever done it this with. And mm-hmm. I trust him. Okay. So, um, but other people no, would okay. not get that. Okay. That makes sense. I have sent my face. Have you? Oh um that's why you're on that website yeah that's why i'm on the website um it was uh last time was during during the pandemic and she mm-hmm. was dry and she was sexting with somebody and i got a little crazy okay but like guys i've dated like been in relationships with face has been shown and i will never do that ever again okay like you don't get a boob shot in my face ever you can get one or the other okay so yeah, like unless you're dating or no no even if we're dating no oh, face ever again yeah oh, all right I, I don't want to trust me unless we're unless we are married and there's a contract that after when we get divorced oh. I get your phone and I get to burn everything oh. like Damn. no she went NDA yeah, yeah. she went Damn. deep there because wow. I I just have a feeling it's gonna end up on the internet someday I don't know why and wow. now it's a big fear now <laughs> yeah I'm well scared. now yeah like, yeah, I don't. Like, I I just don't do it. Also, like I just don't see the point because like I'm a I'm more of an in person freak. So I always tell guys that they're like, you're just not. I I'm not flirty. A lot of men think I'm a lesbian. Um, mm-hmm. because I just don't flirt with like I just I can't do it like physically. But when it's a guy, when it's a girl, I'm super flirty and I'm not like queer at all. Oh, I might be a touch, but <laughs> uh, it's just a touch. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> <laughs> um like I'm flirty with like girls and stuff like that but I'm just like very socially awkward with men mm-hmm. and um they're just like you know you just never like give me anything and I'm just like yeah I'm an in-person freak so you'll see that when we're in person so like I don't think I could ever do like a long distance thing because I'm just not I don't sex I don't do any of that I don't even know how to sex it's like how do you start you know what I mean well you're a writer so you could, I know you could. it's just very weird because I, I could probably write a scene, but yeah. like personally, I'm just like, what do I say? Like, oh, let me see your dick in a photo. Send. Yeah. Like, how do we even start? Just tell the them what you want them to do to you, what you're gonna do to them. I prefer to like to write it all out instead of photos. Like, I want to use my imagination. Okay, so you want to be an author? Love it. 
No, just, <laughs> just in my text messages. <laughs> okay. Love this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you're not afraid of those getting uh, leaked? <laughs> my face isn't there. Oh, that is true. That's true. <laughs> my face isn't there. Okay. We're good. There's no, pr- you can't t- say it's actually me. <laughs> That's true. Or AI. Mm. Mm. Yeah, AI you. Yeah. How about that? You could probably sex that way too. Do some j- chat GPT or yeah. GPT or whatever it's called. I can't keep up with all this. This, <laughs> this new I know. I can't. Honestly, keep. you just saying that we should use that to create prompts or like opening lines and bios for dating profiles. How have we not done that yet? That's a good idea. We should do that. Well, okay. Mine is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what like apps to, are you on like to, um what am i on so right so i was on this app called black yeah, yeah i saw an like, ad for it on hulu for like yeah for black people and um <laughs> because clearly that's what it's called uh yeah it's for black people and so it was so funny because my friend she's biracial and um you know like in the black community this whole colorism thing right like the darker you are the more less desirable you are so she's biracial mm-hmm. curly hair you know and so she was in the app Black. She's like, oh, I've been like, you know, I got a couple duds, but there's some really great Black guys on here. I'm like, okay, let me, let me get on, let me sing. And so I downloaded it and immediately I was talking to two very fine gentlemen and I was like, okay, this is going to be a like, little, little dip, little tenderoni. And in the matter of five minutes, they both gaslit me. And I'm like, wow, well, I'm deleting this app immediately. I was like, how do you get gaslit in five minutes by wow. two different people? I'm like, what is happening? So I deleted that app. Um, so I, you guys are going to make fun of me for this. But I am on Facebook dating because I am okay. 47 years old. And <laughs> I'm not 47, but... Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I am not 47. I just, I feel like I'm 47, but I'm on (laughs) uh, Facebook dating and I actually met um, two people on there. Um, So one is decent, one is questionable. Uh, But yeah, it seemed like to be like some people on there that's doable. Um, And then I downloaded Tinder last week uh, because my friend told me that she got a couple dates on there. It's Um, having a resurgence. It is having a yeah, moment. I think we so. jumped back on the bandwagon too, and it's okay. It's questionable. Fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I want to get on like maybe coffee meets bagel or or plenty of fish because I heard those <sighs> were like chill. But is plenty, plenty of fish, fish? It's still a thing. They're still a thing. Yeah. Mm. It's I tried coffee meets bagel, and I just I found them all to be very boring. Mm. Okay. But that's my personal experience. So I mean, like you never like boring know. In, like what way? Like just like. The, you can only the talk do so was much. so dry. Okay, and you um, only and get like, every two single things, person right? was like the same way. Okay, I was like, this is like pulling teeth. Okay, and I talked to like five people that I thought were like decent, and then like I would get to a point where I'd be like, okay, like we've been talking for a little bit. I feel like we should just like meet, and but I got two people who were like, I feel like that's too soon, and I was like, okay, are we? I okay. whoa, yeah. I was like, we've done like four or five exchanges. I don't think that's too soon. I don't like that. That's I know. It's giving catfish. And with coffee meets bagel, can't you only like you only can like swipe on two people or something? Like it's a really low mm, amount. No. No, I'm I'm making that up. Yeah, I think you can do Maybe like ten. Oh. I know that's... Hinge has a like only a certain amount of people you can swipe on. I think it's Hinge. Yeah. Yes. Hinge. Last Hinge night like I got 10. drunk. And I liked the first 10 people just to be like a boy, you know? Um, and I, like I got- You can only do that on Bumble. 
Well, I did. I liked all the first 10 people, gave them a heart on something and uh, I matched with them. And how that work? Like, is anybody that you would want to date or no? I don't think so. (laughs) And also on Hinge, I knew you could do a voice prompt, but now you can actually send a voice memo, a voice note in the messages. Yeah. That should be illegal. I don't like I don't like hearing your voice before I meet you because it's it just like it doesn't. No, thank you. Uh, oh, no. I know. It, it makes like me. Voice. You like it? Yeah, I like a little voice. As long as you're not saying weird stuff because I matched with one this guy. Is, on this page. guy was telling her weird stuff. But it has to be a good voice, right? Does. yeah not a ear scratching voice and then he like oh he asked me what I was passionate about and so I told him some of my passions and some were dumb and then he responded and he told me very serious passions and then said but are you an affectionate person which is the new do you want to hook up oh not him being a soft boy mm-hmm. oh they're honestly <laughs> I don't that's like re- that shit that's don't really up my that. alley they're all soft boys I don't like that. Like, don't use like um, words that women would use to like do a mind game. Be like, oh, if I use this word, then it'll make me seem like I'm a feminist or I'm cool. And it's just like, sir, don't do that. That's really like that's like worse than a gaslighter to me. Like, you're especially just like to get what they want and to yeah, what, yeah, mm-hmm. it's manipulative. That's why I don't trust them. Like, people think I'm kidding when I say I don't trust this headman. Um, I only trust them until like I I just automatically don't trust them until they prove otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like so out the gate, I don't trust anything you say, do, or believe in until you prove otherwise. Because like they use these words to manipulate. They're getting smarter. And that's saying a lot. A lot of them are definitely not. So <laughs> it's very questionable. Yeah. Very questionable uh mind skills. But yeah, like don't and also don't tell me you're a feminist that's a red flag for me don't hashtag feminism because mm-hmm. you're probably not yeah so please don't well, it's, if it's this like virtue signaling type shit like yeah like prove you gotta prove that for sure like mm-hmm. that's not something you can just say yeah same with black lives matters you see that in a lot of um like i don't know about like white women but i know like white men they have like hashtag black lives matter yeah. in their profile and i'm like eh, it's on pretty- a lot of white women's too <sighs> I now see both sides. So it's very interesting to see how their fuck girls and fuck boys are just the same. No, I just don't want to use like real issues for like dating. Yeah. Profiles. Like, I just like, I'm like, like for me, I'm a queer, you know, ally, right? I'm not going to be like, hashtag queer ally. Like, I don't have to say that to my dating profile. Right. Just like when you meet me and we talk about gay shit, I'm like, yeah, I love that gay shit. And then you'll know that I'm a queer ally. I don't have to Mm -hmm. fucking hashtag it. So I don't know. It just, it it rubs me the wrong way. But I only find, honestly, only white men and women doing it. I don't see other people doing the hashtag, like Black Lives Matters in their dating profiles. Mm -hmm. Then maybe that's when it's approved, maybe. Yeah. But I don't trust it. Okay. I'm going to pivot because I'm just super intrigued on dating, but dating as uh, someone who's Muslim. Mm -hmm. Um. I feel first of all, we've never had someone on who is Muslim. Oh, um, I love that. I know. I'm so popping, I'm super popping cherries <laughs> all throughout the, the land. Yeah. Popping cherries, stepping on donuts. Here mm-hmm. we go. <laughs> um <laughs> so how how is it dating as a as a Muslim woman? Um, like is there 
I think my my biggest thing I think when we we talked like briefly before we had this call and I was telling you that I was watching the show Rami um and I my very little information I know about Muslim dating is from this show so it was just interesting when I was watching it to see how there was like so much shame associated with dating um and especially like dating outside of the Muslim faith and um like when you are dating what the rules are and and all this stuff so yeah I would just love to know your perspective on it um yeah I think that um the show Rami definitely which a lot of people have watched it's one it's one award so it's kind of hit the mainstream so a lot of people who maybe didn't really know about Muslim dating um or some of the rules were not hip to it and they're like oh that's interesting but they don't truly know the whole thing um I think they did a good job from a man's perspective right not so much from a Muslim woman's perspective um oftentimes a lot of uh you know a lot of these religions are very hyper focused on the man and what he's doing and like stuff like that and so as you notice in the show Rami was able to get off easy on doing a lot of things like right outside of marriage or um making out with girls like if a muslim woman was to do that it'd be an uproar because you know and unfortunately in a lot of these muslim communities um they give men 99 excuses and women you do one thing you look the wrong way then it's like oh you hojabi you slut you this you prostitute it's like all these things and so for me personally i definitely you know i got married at 19 um I got married super early because that's what we're told to do. It's like, don't fornicate. Don't do any of that. Like, if you're going to have sex, you need to be married. That's it. Or you're going to hell. Or you're going to be punished in the afterlife. So it's a lot of that. And a lot of the people who are in organized religions, not just Islam, I like to always put that out there. It's not just Muslims that are doing that. There's Mormons and Jewish people and Christians and everyone has we're all in the same boat it's not just muslims mm-hmm. uh, but i'm gonna speak from the muslim perspective um but yeah like i had to hide a lot of my dating and a lot of my uh, sex capades because i didn't want to be attacked by other muslims um and even now i still get um comments and mean comments saying like oh muslims like you're muslim you're dating non-muslim men or you're 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 talking about your dates like why are you dating why are you doing this like you're not a good muslim like you need to take your hijab off because you you're making us look bad and so there's constantly that shame surrounding sex sexual encounters um masturbation like all of that for muslim women it's very difficult because we don't ever get a chance to say anything or experience anything out of fear of a shame from not only the outside world but our own community yeah, that's heavy. I mean, mm-hmm. like the shame, you feel like it's mostly coming from like, do you feel that in your in your family at all? Um, So I don't really talk. We don't really talk about sex in my family. Yeah. It's, we grew up Taboo. very modest. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't like I don't call my sister and be like, oh, guess what? I just bangs. Mm-hmm. Like I, right. I've never in my life never even when I was married. I never we never talked about that. And so yeah with me and my sister we don't have that kind of relationship um even like with some of your muslim friends like you know talk you would have to keep it you know you have to keep it pg or like some muslim women will lie and say they've never had sex or that they're virgin so that 
their Muslims, you know, friends won't be like, oh, you're a hoe or you did it before marriage or like you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people will either not say anything or they'll lie to their virgins because a couple of people have lied to me about being virgins. And I'm like, bitch. Oh, friends. My friends. Like some of my Muslim girlfriends have like lied to me. I'm just like, bitch, I am the last person who would ever, ever like, you see how I live my life? I would never judge you on having sex. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. And she's like, yeah, I know. But like, it's still that shame that just hovers around. Like if you're Muslim and you're a girl, like you gotta, you gotta keep that shit tight. Like don't say anything about it. If you are like out here in these streets um, or just don't do it at all. So either, I mean, I feel like that in Christianity too, where it's sort of like this, either you're very like follow the rules or it's like, you're just open about it. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like the people who are open about it, it's just like, we just get so much shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like once people find out that I'm not only that when I'm Muslim, it's like a different level of like, okay, this is what I expect to see from her or hear from her. Like I've literally been to things and people were like, well, stare at me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hi, how are you? And then they're like, what, what is this? And I'm like, yeah. um, I am a fat black Muslim. And they're like, I just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to handle it. Like you talk like really crazy and you dress crazy and you're really open and I've never seen it before. So Mm -hmm. I'm in shock and I don't know how to handle it. And I'm like, it's okay. It happens. Like I'm very much a a unicorn. Uh, (laughs) You don't see people who look like me being open and honest and sharing their lives. And even now, like I have some amazing Muslim women that I would love to have on my podcast talk about conversations like we're having now mm-hmm. and they have denied they have said mm-hmm. like I can't I cannot be this way how I am with you outside I have an image to uphold mm-hmm. and it hurts me so bad that they don't feel like they can yeah. uh, and that's why like, I kind of just don't ask Muslim women to do it anymore because like I don't want to be disrespectful mm-hmm. also if you're not ready to share your story I can't force you but I do want more women who look like me to be more open and carry less baggage less shame you know around sex or like body stuff or like whatever we're dealing with as as people you know Mm -hmm. and they don't feel like they have a space to do that well hopefully since you are sharing your story and other people's stories that maybe one day one day they'll feel comfortable enough I hope so it's a slow progress yeah um but they all flood my inbox like oh my god like I really wish I could I Mm -hmm. just can't but thank you for telling your story yeah you know, um, I think they're slowly coming out, mm-hmm. you know, with more colors and like, okay, I'm going to be more vocal. Like I'm going to stick up for myself. So it's, it's a slow process, <sighs> but as another person coming out like me, I don't see that happening yeah. for, for a minute because yeah. I just don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like also that, like you said in Rami, like there, he gets away with a, like a lot um, is there like also this like expectation from most Muslim men that like their partner might have had sex or might have like, I don't know, kissed or fooled around or whatever? Like, is there like, do they realize that? Or is there also this like shame thing where you're coming into a relationship and like if you're not a virgin, mm-hmm. it's like this big, a bigger deal? I mean, shockingly, so there's this um dating um app for Muslims that is complete and utter trash it's called well there's two there's muz muz match okay is it islamic finder there's another one but muz match is like the the top muslim dating app and the questions that the muslim men ask are outrageous a lot of them are are you a virgin 
Mm. Just right are, out the gate. Yes. And these are men who literally have definitely sucked and fucked. Yeah. Uh, definitely have been out here in these streets dating non-Muslim girls and sleeping with non-Muslim girls. Mm-hmm. But you're asking a Muslim woman, has she is she a virgin? Because that's a little bit rapey to me. Yeah. Um, to me, that's a little bit rapey. Um, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm still hearing stories as if we live in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. And so it is definitely a thing where Muslim men are so asking people these questions. Like they, they don't want a girl with a high body count or none at all. So a lot of women know this. A lot of Muslim women know this. So they have to go in line. Like, oh yeah, I never slept with anybody. Also, a lot of people... FYI, uh, a lot of Muslim girls are, especially the Middle Eastern ones, they're doing anal so that they can gain mm. their virginity vaginally. So a lot of girls are doing anal and saying that they are so virgins. Yeah, that was definitely a Catholicism married. thing too. Yeah, yeah I feel married, like that's a thing in Mormonism. Yeah. They're still virgins. Yeah. Just booty hole. Right. So I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. So yeah. this is what people are doing just so they can get that, you know, because in, in Islam, marriage is like the top tier thing ever in life. Like once you get married, like that's you're great. And mm-hmm. it's like there's so much life after marriage, during marriage, before marriage. If you mm-hmm. never get married, there's still a life for you. And like, unfortunately, a lot of um, organized religions, they just don't want that secret to get out that you that's not the end all be all mm-hmm. like marriage is great if you love it but that's not for everyone that's not everyone's path and right. so what do you do if you're a muslim and you never get married like what right. do you do what was it like getting divorced in that environment like how hard was it for you to go i'm sure you got a lot of judgment and criticism yeah it was Did um, it took hey. a lot yeah, yeah. So i think the worst I, it, it literally almost broke me down mm-hmm. to the point and i'm a, you know i'm a strong bitch you guys know mm-hmm. like i don't fucking play games i've always been very strong and driven and when i tell you that that almost took me out the fucking game it really did like mm-hmm. i couldn't even i couldn't even eat like i had lost a shit ton of weight because like i could only hold down like a half a can of soup and a handful of crackers so i was going through like being left with nothing basically um while he basically left me for a girl in Australia um, because he married her like three months after we got divorced. Uh, So he was like basically talking to her while we were married, which I didn't know anything about until the end. Uh, Actually, until after we were already in the proceedings. And so it was a whole mess and I was blindsided. I didn't have anything really. And I was left with nothing. And just how he did it and how he moved with it was very horrible. But the whole divorce was basically, I had people coming up to me and telling me two things was that uh, it would take me years to get over it. And these are like Muslims in the community that I thought I trusted and that were close right. to me. They were like, oh, it's going to take you a couple of years to get over this. You know, it's, it's okay if it takes a couple of years. And I'm like, years? Like, I don't want to be broke down, hurt, unworthy, feeling like just a piece of fucking shit for like years I'm like about to be 30 like I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so they were telling me that like not that I I was going to bounce back and the second thing they're telling me is that I should have done better and I'm like okay well first of all he's the one who cheated okay I was doing my I was in therapy I was like in my master's program I was a good housewife washing clothes and making dinner like yeah I was a little mouthy Mm -hmm. But like I was being like the housewife that he wanted me to fucking be. And so, yeah, they told me that um, I should have did better. And when I tell you that that fucking tore me up, uh, it took me 
you know, a couple months to, to figure out some stuff. And that's why I wrote my memoir on ashamed. I wrote it right. during my grieving period of, of me getting divorced. And like that honestly helped me get out of that mindset. And then of course I left the Muslim community after that. Cause I was like, if you guys are so toxic and this is how you treat divorced women, yeah. I don't want to be part of this shit no more. And I, and I left it. I didn't go back. So I'm still Muslim, but on my own terms. Yeah. Like I, I dictate this shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, you're not, you're not allowed to dictate my shit. I am. And a lot of them don't, some of them respect me for it. Um, but some of them are like, oh no, you know, she's that's that she, she's her, she's over there. She's not a part of our community and it's, it's fine. I don't want to be a part of anything that dictates women's worth based on her husband. That's so heavy. I mean, it's so hard to walk away from something like that too, though. I mean, especially if you'd spent a part of your life for that long. I know, like, I am Catholic. I grew up Catholic. and I don't go anymore to church. And I've always, like, I feel like going to church every week was, like, really, like, um, healing. Mm-hmm. And to not have, I mean, like, you can be spiritual on your own, right? For me, this is my experience. But, like, there was, like, always, like, like a little bit of it missing for me. Because it was something that was like really important to your life, but it's like about community. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't serving from like those morals and values like are not my the same anymore. Now that you're older and you like understand it better, it's it's like it doesn't jive. Yeah, and I definitely was. I definitely feel alone sometimes because. I am an, you know, out there Muslim, right? And I don't have necessarily community. Mm-hmm. And so it does hurt me when I see like Muslims like all together and on holidays. And I'm just like, oh, I'm by myself. Like I don't right. really have a big community like I used to have. It was a toxic community, but at least I had a community. And now like, you right. know, I have Muslim friends, but they have their own families. And so they, you know, they're hanging out with them. And so during holidays. So it's it's definitely a lonely feeling. But I know I'm not alone in that because like you said before, like you're Catholic and you have the same, you know, feelings, stuff like that. And so I have to just fill my time and space with people who want to create a, a misfit community of different religions and body yeah. types and sexualities. And that's yes. and I've made them my community. So I've, I was able to mourn my old Muslim community. And now I have a new one full of queer people, uh, mostly queers. <laughs> <laughs> they know what it's like too, to be outcast. Yes. And so when my little Muslim ass came like, you know, with my crazy ass <laughs> turbans, they're like, that bitch is going to be with us. And yeah. So <laughs> took me, took my straight ass in and yeah now now we're here so. <laughs> I love that though yeah and then you guys can all hear a whole little melting pot mm-hmm. teach everybody everything yeah I love it I feel like I'm actually a stronger Muslim that I've like now I'm more spiritual and yes. more stronger yeah. Muslim before because I have friends who are Jewish and have friends who don't believe in shit mm-hmm. I have friends who are queer and cr- Christian or just like queer and just, just out here floating and I have like different kinds Buddhist friends and just to hear all their stories about the similar being outcasted by their family and friends and communities and cultures makes me feel like I'm not alone and we can connect on that and so I love like this interfaith thing that I have going on with because I didn't grow up like that I grew up mm-hmm. very homogenous black Muslims only that's who you're hanging around that's who you're gonna marry that's gonna be your forever and like when I got divorced I was like there's much more pe- people out there and I want to I want to learn everything yeah and so 
I am much more stronger in myself and my spirituality than I've ever been. Um, which is weird because you would think that it'll be the opposite, but that it would have broken you. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm very much so Muslim. My friends are like, yeah, Muslim shit. And I'm like, yeah, Jewish shit. And yeah, gay shit. And everybody's just like, I think it's because you get to choose it on your own terms. That makes you so much stronger to be able to be like, yes, this is what I'm choosing, but I choose it instead of someone else choosing it for you. And shaming you into it. Yeah. Yes. And I don't feel shamed into being Muslim anymore. Like I I truly, people always ask me like, oh, you always talk shit about Muslims and you know, you're a little bit Islamophobic. Like, why don't you just leave it? And I'm like, okay, so first of all, I'm not Islamophobic. I'm talking shit about Muslims because I can, and it's the truth and I've lived it. So that's not Islamophobic. That's just me saying that we need to do better as a community and that I've had experience of abuse in the Islamic community and it's not fucking okay. So please calm down. Uh, Second of all, I'm Muslim because I want to fucking be. Mm-hmm. So don't ask me, don't tell me to leave Islam because you don't think I'm happy in it or you think it's an issue. Like that's that's a you thing, not a me thing. And when the day comes where I don't want to be Muslim anymore, if that ever comes, then I know that I've made a sound decision, you know, based on what I want to believe in. And and right now I'm okay with being Muslim on my own terms. Yeah, like, that's it. So what's next for you? We've got the podcast. Yeah. What else are you cooking up? Yeah, so I started tea with Leah V because I was I was upset. Uh, <laughs> I was upset at Torrid, and I was <laughs> I was so upset because uh, they you know asked me and stuff like that, and I was upset with the modeling industry and the plus size influencers who are all fucking fake and ridiculous and clicky. And I was mad at white people. Like, I was mad at everybody. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let me make a podcast called Tea with Leah V. And so I can, like, really be myself without people, like, focusing on my looks. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, what is she saying versus how does she fucking look? And when I tell you, like, it's been, I'm not getting paid. We have no sponsorships. It's all been my own money and time. Me editing. Me doing every single fucking thing. Uh, it is been the most exhilarating thing ever and so yeah like we're episode four now and I'm just I'm basically bringing people on who um don't get a don't have a platform Mm -hmm. and like I don't care if you have a lot of followers or none if you're a fun person and you're entertaining I want you on my fucking show so I've been doing that um and the next thing is that my book is coming out um in November you know my dystopian novel Mm -hmm. uh, The Descent which I'm excited about people don't know that I write dystopian because they know me for other things but yes I write other things um and so that's coming out and I'm excited about that and then the third thing another passion project is I'm writing a script uh for a television series unfortunately right now we cannot shop it around because everyone's on strike but I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that uh rich white man stop playing with me and give these people their money and royalties that I can fucking shop my script around because I'm really sick of y'all uh So yeah, the the series is six six episodes. It's basically me. You know, Leah is the main character. Um, she's an influencer in her mid thirties who is going downhill because TikTokers are taking over, and she's dating and she's having sex and she's doing uh, party drugs by mistake, and uh, she is t- tearing up New York City uh, with her ridiculous antics and trying to basically find where she now. What does she do after? social media uses her right mm-hmm. after all the modeling and all the brands after that dries up what does a person do after that mm-hmm. and so it's a coming of age story um and it's, it's just amazing and I, I really hope this gets the green light because I think that will be 
an amazing uh, yeah. of having a fat black Muslim lead that's mm-hmm. never been done before. So yeah, because I want to watch it. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. you'd like it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into this. Yeah, so just like writing, creating things, connecting, eating food, um, getting head, you know, just the normal, the normal New York lifestyle. Yeah, you know? Cl- the basics, classic. The basics. Yeah. I'm gonna get that book for your dystopian novel. I love dystopian yes. novels. It's oh, you're gonna like it. It's it's a wild ride. Ah, uh, okay. My sister is also super into them, so I'll get two. Yes, love it. <laughs> and I, hopefully, if I see you, I can sign them. <gasps> yeah, that'd yeah. be so cool. Yeah. yeah. We have to go to New York or you have to come to Chicago. It'll happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love yeah. Chicago. It's so fun. Yeah. It's a great city. I do like Chicago. So is New York, though. I love New York. Yeah. New York has my heart, but Chicago is just so much more livable. I know. <laughs> well, now I know if I ever, um like, get super poor and I have to move to move somewhere, I can move to Chicago. Come to Chicago. Yeah. And live um, next to each other. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's why I moved back, basically. Little fat girl commune. Yeah, I pay fourteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom. It's very affordable. That's not bad. No, I'm paying um twenty five hundred. Okay, for one bedroom for my one. Kitchen, my kitchen is a hallway. So oh, <laughs> it's not even the kitchen. It's like a hallway. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. kitchen, bitch. That's a hallway with a yeah. kitchen in it. That's not right. That's not good what they always are, though. I remember when I was looking at um, apartments when I was living there, and there was this one in Queens I really liked. And then I went and saw it, and I was like, this is railroad or railway or like whatever they call them. I was like, this is just one room, and it just goes straight back. (laughs) It goes straight back to to the multiverse, and you just exactly it's like it's a fucking pier. There's and you have to go through the bathroom to get get anywhere. You're like, what is this? I know. And it's like so expensive still. <laughs> no, it's so bad here. And like, uh, it's it's like I love New York because it's so crazy and ridiculous I and know. so diverse and just and the culture and often cultured. And the yeah. food is amazing and I people know. are crazy. And it's always a good time. But like the stench, the roaches, the rats, the small spaces for fifteen thousand dollars a month. I don't know if that's sustainable for a Midwest bitch like me. So yeah. I'm, I'm currently in. <laughs> this phase where I'm like, okay, where to next? Like, where does Leah be go? You know what I mean? So yeah. well, if you came here, we'll welcome you with open arms. Yeah. I appreciate it. And then we can start our donut stomping business. Exactly. Exactly. And honestly, we're near a lot of lakes, so we could go fish with our boobs out too. hundred percent. I can't fish, but and you guys can swim and I'll film film your butts. Done. (laughs) Done. We need to get one of those pools where it just, you're just like, you don't have to go anywhere and it, you're just swimming. You oh, know, a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. We can yeah. do that. I love this idea. Like I'm always trying to figure out how to, how my butt can make me money. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I don't have, a, I don't have a lot of breasts, but I got you on a hip and the, in the ass. I got so you. So I, I have the boobs. So this, this is per, this love is it. really perfect. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we combine to make yin yang. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> yep. I have no breast at all. So just Perfect. bottom half and, and arms. You were jiggling them though. Yeah, a little. Yeah, this is yeah, it's just that's skin, honey. That's just skin. That's not that's not breast tissue. So it's fine. <laughs> My God, I love you. <laughs> it's just Leo shenanigans. It's just mental <laughs> comedy. I that's, love it. Yeah. So. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, we really appreciate it. No, this is great. I love this. This is um, one of the best podcast interviews I've had in a minute. Oh, well, that's Yay. Good Yay. <laughs> we'll have to do I'm it again sometime soon. It. I'm excited. Okay. Well, at the end of every episode, we say bye together. Do you want to say bye with us? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do. Like, <laughs> okay. So I do actually want to. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. bye. <laughs> Follow along with us on Instagram and TikTok at swipe that. And if you're not a part of our private Facebook group, join that too. Just search Swipe Bat Podcast. And if you love us, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review.